Welcome, everybody, to the Success Elevated Podcast. As always, I am your host, Hayden Lee, and I am joined this week by a very special returning guest, which is very cool. Uh, and especially, it's even more cool because last time we had John, you were on a little screen. And now I did it on a cell phone. What was get, I thinking? You're going to be that. here in the office, <laughs> Eric Clark, uh, CEO and founder of Inventory Shield. Thank as you. well as many other businesses, which a we will probably others, mention yeah. those as well. Eric, thanks for coming on the podcast oh, today. Yeah. No, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me in person. This place is amazing. I don't know if, if anybody out there has seen this online, the development of your office, but I knew I was coming through town and I didn't want to not stop and say hello in real life. Yeah. I'm so glad I did. This place is incredible. <laughs> well, like Katie gave me the tour and I'm really blown away. I well, mean, even yeah. the putting green. Even the putting green <laughs> in Michael's office. Yeah. Um, well, we appreciate it. This has been, I feel like... The cool thing about having a, a really awesome, dedicated space like this is it just helps elevate our team, helps us believe in big things. Like we believe we can accomplish big things and in turn helps our clients. Like we believe we can accomplish big things for our clients because of the, the cool place that we get to work in. So absolutely. And it's it awesome. Yeah. It's, I love it. What you said, it, when I look around, I can see that, that it shows. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, we had John. Um, it's been probably a couple of months ago now before the holidays and all the craziness of the last little while. But we, we talked a lot about Inventory Shield and kind of how you started and what Inventory Shield consists of and all these things. We had the opportunity to have you in the office today. And I, I feel like there's so many different paths we could go down. But I, what, one of the cool things that I've had the opportunity to interact with um, through your business, and, and obviously we're building a website for you guys right now and helping you with some marketing stuff, um, I've had the opportunity to interact with some of your kids and I oh, think no. it's really, really cool because a lot of our clients are also family owned business businesses is you have a family owned business and you operate your business with your family. And I would love to maybe kind of start there. Um, why is that something that you're passionate about? Why did you decide to get your kids involved with inventory shield as well as, you know, your other businesses? Is there is it something that you've always wanted to do or to just kind of happen naturally or what, what kind of went through all that? You know, first off, I'm probably like every other business owner that might watch this. They start their businesses. Their kids are in the back seat. They're like, yeah. phone's ringing. And the kids are like, hello, this is how can I help you? Yeah. That's how I started too. And so yeah. naturally your children, they understand the depth. They understand where you came from. Right. They've seen the struggles. They've, you know, in our house, we used to mix powdered milk because we'd buy one gallon of milk, make it into four gallons. That's how we started our business. We didn't have anything. Right. Like I told you on one of the last podcasts, I started with a $900 loan from my mom. So the children, you, I didn't realize it at the time, but we were raising really good, strong employees. Yeah. Um, and I and I almost feel like I'm saying like slaves, they're not, they're paid. Um, but at the same time, they understand where we came from. Yeah. Then they understand how much the value of a customer is to a business because they've cool. heard us treat them kindly and you know patiently over the years so it's a real natural fit when they become of age all of a sudden you're like dang my oldest daughter would be great at this job <laughs> and we have other wonderful employees that they work well together but i feel like i mentioned in one of the other um podcasts that we, we were talking about i really deeply believe that great people build great businesses right and so if you want to build a great business surround yourself with great people and it comes naturally you don't have to force it it just happens well You've put a lot of time and effort into your children and you should trust them. <laughs> so for yeah. me, it was a natural fit. It does make it a little difficult because there are times where you have to, I don't know, not get after them, but like, you know, stuff has to happen and it has to happen now. Yeah. And so we have had a little bit of moments in our lives of like, geez, dad, you know, go easy on me. I'm like, well, yeah, but the customer needs that today. And so right. it is hard to work with families sometimes, but I've never shied away from it because I feel like we should be able to like, so, like, and I've, 
and trust me, I've had my problems in business, but I've heard a lot of people say, Oh, never work with family. And I, I don't, I don't buy into that anymore. I've done it. I've been both ways. I truly believe if you're just, you know, if you work with them and are patient loving that it can work out and it can work out wonderfully. And so, yeah, I have a few of my children um, that actually work. Uh, my son, Kenner helps. He runs out in Cleveland. We've got a, an office, not nearly as nice as this, but where we run printing <laughs> machines to print those labels for yeah. all the equipment. Yeah. And he runs that show and my 15 year old's his sidekick and she just gets paid by the hour, but she loves it. Love it. Um, anyway. So yeah, so I've got that's a graphic designer cool. in the family now and yeah. there you go. So I've drugged that out. Too no, much, no, but, no. So that's where I, we're I, at. I, Cause I want to dive into this a little bit more. Cause we were talking before we started recording about um, like Stephanie's role and kind yeah. of how you built that role. And I think that's, um, I think oh, that's yeah. unique to your business. I think that's really cool to, I think that that story piece would be really helpful because you started talking about how she actually went to school to be a programmer. She was going to actually start helping code your app and do some things with that. Right. But that her role has kind of shifted over the years. Talk a little bit about that. And it's wonderful. So she, so in our family, we, you know, we, we, we love that our children go out and learn to serve people. So she went on a Mormon mission years ago into Louisiana, comes home with like a real great love for people. But she said, no, dad, I want to, I want to develop with your app. And I'm like, great. So she goes to college to become a developer and she's smarty pants. She's smart. <laughs> of course I'm biased, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she is, she caught it quick. And like, so here she is in college doing this programming thing and she's learning and she's adding, you know, I'm looking at the development happening. I see my daughter's name putting out these PRs and I'm thinking, wow, you know, she's learning this. Well then it just wasn't in her. And she started to feel that. And she's like, you know, while I do know how to do this, it's not me. I don't really want to be a programmer anymore. And so we were in need. We're kind of getting new clients and we're thinking, you know, we do need somebody between the development team and the customer side that can take and bring the two together yeah. in a good way. And Stephanie fit that role. So she, she knows how to like turn speaks to the programmers and their, you know, program and ease. And then she can go to an, an, a, a, you know, one of our clients and speak their language Yeah, because she was raised around this business. So she has a love for the apps. She has a love for the customers. She realizes their importance to us and then she can turn to the developer. So it's actually been, I don't know. I'm grateful for it. I could yeah. be, you know, I feel bad that, um, that, you know, I'm kind of riding her hard, not hard, but like, I feel like we're, we're keeping her busy, Yeah, you know, but it's been a good experience. So with my children, I always tell them, you know, you can leave at any time. If you need to go, if you feel like this isn't your job, you want to go work at right. Wendy's, go work at Wendy's, which she has done, by the way. Uh, <laughs> she did leave for a little bit and came back. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's probably too much. But yeah, that's where we're at with her. So it's been a good fit. So, you know, when people email, they're going to see Stephanie Clark. Yeah. And it's my oldest child, but she's professional. She gets the job done. There's there's no easy, you know, we're not, there's no special treatment, um, but she's good. So No, I love, I love that. And I think, um, you know, it's it's funny because even a software company like yourselves mm -hmm. still has to care about the customers Absolutely. and they still, there still is a customer communication piece oh, yeah. to it. And that's so relatable to, uh, to just about every industry, but you know, a lot of the industry that we serve the restoration industry, yeah. like, yes, it's important that you have good systems and that you're good at, you know, drying out drywall or, yeah. or doing the restoration work or the mitigation work. But really at the end of the day, you've got to be able to build customer relationships and have relationships with them and, I love that Stephanie's kind of filled that role and that she can kind of do some of the development work yeah. and talk that talk with the customers as well. Cause I think it's yeah, hugely, hugely important. So I, I love that piece that even in a, even a software company has to be able to talk to people and, 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 and people are the, you know, one of the most important things. So I love it. And, and it has to come across sincere. And that's where I feel like as a child hearing me talk in the backseat. Yeah. 
she definitely feels and knows the depth of these customers and the need that we have to have happy customers. Yeah. And they have to know that we actually care about them, not just to get their money. Like at the end of the day, we do this to, that they would want to pay us, but, but we actually care. Like we want this app to work for them. Yeah. Um, it's not a joke to us. It's serious business. So she, that'll come through when these people are dealing with Stephanie. So I'm pretty confident. That's so cool. A little bit biased, but (laughs) a little bit biased. (laughs) No, I, I think this conversation leads right into, I, I, the, the second piece to, having into the office and, and why we wanted to really talk to you, I think is um, we're obviously at the beginning of the year, beginning of 2024, we're nine days into the year. Um, I know you have some big goals, not just with inventory shield, but just, you know, your businesses in general, but I would love to hear from you a little bit about how you set the vision for your company, how you set goals for the year. Um, what's important to you when it comes to goals. I would love to kind of talk to you a little bit about this, this, you know, we're all feeling it, the, New Year's resolutions and and bettering ourselves and bettering our businesses. But talk a little bit about what you guys have done for Inventory Shield or what what your hope is for 2024. Yeah, so, boy, you are spot on with this because we've just (laughs) been having these conversations. One of the most recent conversations we had before I went on a little road trip, um, I realized years ago, I used to go in and think we need to make X amount of dollars this year. We need to up by so much. We need to do this. We need It was money driven. And while at the end of the day, we all have to make a, a living. I realized if you, if you, if you, if you walk in talking about money, you're going to probably miss the mark. Right. And so my hope these days, especially in the application world, there's a lot of, a lot of apps out there now and it's, and it's picking up steam, steam quick. Yeah. And for good reason, there's a lot of gaps that need to be filled and a lot of people are filling it. Um, but I feel like we walk in and we talk more about how can we serve people better that they would want to be with us. We don't have contracts with our apps with referral reactor inventory shield. You can sign up for a week, a month. You can do what you want <laughs> because we really want to just provide a, an excellent app with great yeah. service, great features. And so what are we working on now? Our goals this year, we've just released a lot of features recently. Um, and I talked last time about our supplies. features. That was hard to, that hard was to hard figure to figure out. out. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So our goal now is to let our current clients know, Hey, it exists. This is, you know, we're getting the word out. Um, doing demos to help them see how it works. But really our hope is to figure out what their needs are and fill more of them this year. We aren't extremely profitable. We don't make piles of money yet, but we've done pretty well. Um, you know, we're still spending on development. And so when you ask our goals, our goals are how can we fill their needs better than they're doing right now? Excuse me. Um, but mostly, you know, what are their needs and right. and how can we fill it? And what do we have right now that might already fill it? And so we're realizing we actually have quite a bit that's built into the app. They just don't know about yeah. Um, so our goal this year is obviously more clients. You know, we want people signing up for the app, but we don't go in thinking, you know, I might've said to you guys, you know, we want X amount of hundred new clients this year, but that's not how we talk in our meetings. I just yeah. was trying to give you guys an idea of what we would love. No, I love. But it. really in our meetings, we're talking features. We're talking service. We're talking the needs of the clients that we hear just in chatter. You know, we'll talk to them about something else and we hear a need and we think, uh, and we're a restoration company at the end of the day. Like this is my background. So yeah. Um, but because we have so many different industries using our apps, we're finding that we just need to just really listen to their needs. And that's our goal. That's so, so I couldn't quantify it necessarily. I mean, I could, if you wanted me to, I could go look at some of the actual goals, but we have some features we want to get released and we're just trying to serve, serve their needs. Yeah. And and in return, they pay us and we're grateful for it. Well, and and it speaks to your, uh, to who you are, Eric, I think more so than anything else. I think again, going back to the conversation we had about, um, your, your kids working with you and, and what's important to you when it comes to that. But like at the end of the day, it's people and yeah. you're trying to, how do we better help our customers? How do we better help our people? It's not, 
not necessarily tied to a revenue goal. The revenue will come. It the, will. The increases and in the and the growth of business will come as you do those things. But like the focus at the end of the day is people. You know, when we um, when we talk about our vision here at Spot On Solutions, it's very much geared around the people, um, both internally and externally. Like our vision here at Spot On Solutions is we are driven to elevate people and businesses. And it's not that vision is not tied to a revenue goal. It's not even necessarily tied to a specific service that we offer, right? It's tied to what are we trying to do? And those people can be internally, it can be Hayden here at Spot On Solutions, it can also be Hayden's clients, right? Like it can be both of those things. And that's that's what's so cool about, I think, aligning you and your team with a bigger picture, a, a vision. I've always been a big picture guy, but that's what can be so cool about it is it can motivate you to be better yeah. is um, you're not necessarily concerned with, did we make a dollar today? You're concerned exactly with, right. did we help somebody today? Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll always hit the mark if you do that. Yeah. And in fact, speaking to what you said, so yeah, I, I think, I know I met Katie a number of years ago, mm-hmm. um, right when we were first launching, like this is like 19, 2019. I remember I was on a zoom call with Katie telling her about inventory shield. And at that time I had just briefly heard about your guys' company. And over the years I've come to see your growth, but also like get to know you as real people, Yeah, which is precisely why I'm your client too. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you just said is exactly my experience here. Like I really feel like in this industry, you guys are, I mean, to me, you're the top company. I know there's probably some wonderful family run companies out there that are doing a great job, but like, I love the service I get here. I love what you guys have done for my businesses. Oh, appreciate marketing, the help. Um, But just like, just the genuine, like real caring. Yeah. So what you're saying is exactly my experience. So kudos to you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate it because that's honestly what we, we are concerned with. Yeah. Um, you know, especially, you know, Katie and Michael and, you know, with our leadership and management team might have other conversations about revenue goals Absolutely. and efficiency and all of those things. And they have to be there. But when it's an all hands meeting and we're sitting down with the entire company, the conversation is not dollars. The yeah. conversation is people and how do yeah. we help our people both internally, you know, we've, Big, you know, 2023 was really big for our team internally as far as the trainings that we got. We talked a lot about emotional intelligence and leadership wow. and tried to really help our team become better. Um, but then it's also about our clients. And we have we have conversations of well, how can we make our services better? How do we make our websites better? How do we make our Google, the Google ads more efficient, right? Like those kind of conversations are all, at the end of the day, are all geared. How do we help our people? Yeah. Um, and both internally and externally. I'll tell you what, just from my you yeah. know, gandering about your <laughs> office today, like that basement, like, yeah. If you want to serve employees and tell them you care about them, you build a basement like yours here. Yeah. If you want to serve, you know, your employees, like the office over here that has a putting green. <laughs> I mean, that says like, we yeah. care about you. We care about you. There's some yeah. pretty cool stuff here. So I, yeah. I, I think, um, you're right. And that's, and that's a good business. And so even I'm even more impressed as I've come here. Personally. Oh, so, well, we appreciate so well it. Done, brother. We, we didn't, we didn't have you onto this podcast so that you can talk about how awesome we are, okay, but we, well, <laughs> we really appreciate it. Here we are on it. So it's yeah, all no, it, it, w- the real thing that I think, um, at the end of the day that I think what is so cool about inventory shield is, um, your the concern with customers, obviously, yeah. which we've mentioned multiple times, but I think you have found a unique solution to a problem that everybody has. It's a, it's a problem that not just the restoration industry, but just about every client that we have that is in some kind of home service type industry has frustration with. They, oh. they can't keep track of their equipment. They can't find their tools. Right. And, and I love that you guys do that and have really solved that niche. Um, and you've talked about a lot about the features that you've got coming out this year um, with, with regards to supplies and all of those things. Um, what have you done? And this is probably a little bit of a tangent, but what have you done 
to really have those conversations with clients to figure out what you can offer? Is it just a matter of a phone call and be like, Hey, what do you wish our app did? Like, is it just simple as that having conversations like that? But how have you built a better app and what, how have you found solutions for your clients problems? Has it been just in those conversations or how does that work? You'd be surprised. So, um, oddly enough, we get, you know, obviously every app's going to get emails and feedback, which we, we love it. Um, but we do the, the best, best part is I feel like this is the Stephanie where, you know, Pat and her, she's developed some good relationships where they feel like they can like message her and say, yeah, this is a real problem we have. And then you start to hear the same chatter over and over and you think, okay, we've got to fill this need. And supplies was one of those. Right. And so actually that came originally from a roofing company. Um, in fact, you guys probably see them, CMR roofing. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a large roofing, a wonderful company. Anyways. They're the ones that originally brought it to us. Then we had an HVAC company in Arizona that had the same need. And so that, so obviously we're making phone calls and seeing what their real needs are. And, you know, our head was spinning on how to even solve that problem. But here's the cool thing about supplies. My wife, she's tracking our groceries. Like she, you know, it was funny because, you know, she's like, Aaron buying Thanksgiving food and (laughs) I've got 75 cans of the same stuff. I didn't realize I had way under. So now she's tracked it all through our supplies in our app. That's amazing. We use an inventory shield in my own house. I thought it was cool that she took it upon herself to figure out how to track food in the kitchen, but it works flawlessly for that. Anyway. So, so in answering your question, it does, it starts usually with an email or like uh, something in passing, but they don't realize that we've heard that passing seven times from other companies. Right. So to us, we really just try to listen to the customer and, and try to hone in on what they need. And so far, we're, it, that's, I mean, I think back to where Inventory Shield first started. It literally just had like QR code, here's the piece of equipment, and that's it. And that's to where it. we are today, I even think some of our current customers, that's why we're like trying to get the information. I don't think they realize all that the app has. They don't know. Right yeah. It's shocking what we've built into it. So it's pretty amazing. And I, and, and people are, you know, learning to love it. But like I said, we've got a university that's using it now, uh, yeah. in Florida, they've got a number of campuses using it. We never thought that they would be using it for AV equipment, <laughs> like this kind of stuff that you've, these cameras in here, they're using it for all their stuff. So we're finding it helpful, but how do you, how do we do it? We, we mostly just start with an email or a call or a, yeah. quick, a quick message. And then we just let it go from there and no, it becomes something great. So that's perfect because again, going back to, I think the majority of our audience is in the home service industry. That's something that I think a lot of the home service industry could do a better job of doing, right? Like at the end of the day, like you're, you're in the business of customer service. You, a lot of people probably don't realize that they think they're in restoration or mitigation, but at the end of the day, it's customer service, right? And if you can take that feedback in a positive way and, and work with your clients and your customers and figure out, okay, what can we do to improve our processes? Maybe it's not necessarily improving an app, but it's improving a process, right? Or how do we communicate better? What, what can we do those things? And at the end of the day, if you can solve those customer problems, it's going to be a huge difference. We talk about it all the time here on our team that the two biggest reasons um, that clients stay with us is one, because of performance, obviously their, their, their marketing dollars are working for them. But at the end of the day, a lot of it is communication because they feel like we built a relationship with them because they feel like they can ask us questions and they're going to get answers. Like those, those are the two reasons customers work with you or that stay with you. And I think that's the same across the board with any business. And you guys are doing a good job of that with talking to clients and getting feedback. Um, But you're also like building a good product too. So it's, it's a little bit of both. So I I think that's, that's a, that's a, a good tip for anybody out there that's listening is not only do you have to perform well, like you've got to obviously have a good product or a good service. You've got to work on the, the customer communication yeah. side thing as well. That's so awesome. Thanks brother. Yeah. Well, 
I have one last question for I'm you, Eric, because I don't I don't want to uh, hold you hostage for too no, much longer. This is good, but it kind of goes back to the the conversation about your vision and your goals for 2024. I, I feel like we could kind of sum it all up with one question. If you could fast forward to the, the end of 2024, yeah. and um, you're having your New Year's Eve party with your uh, with your family or your business or whoever, right? You're having your your annual Christmas party with your team, and you could look back and say, "Man, we were successful." Because we did this this year, what would that thing be? What do you, if you could sum it all up? If you could sum up twenty twenty four in a successful year, what would what do you, what would you just define success in twenty twenty four as? Yeah, boy, that is a wonderful question. I think yeah. um, last year, when you're making so much growth and additions to an app, it's tough to do it without getting a few bugs. Yeah. Um. So our focus for twenty four is truly customer satisfaction. Love it. So. Not because we, we didn't lose clients, but we had a little too much, um, too many bugs pop up here and there. We'd release something, two days later, all the Android phones would be having a struggle. Or two days later, the, the, the Apple phones were having a struggle. And I just, it was too much. I just, so we built a new testing features. And like, our hope is just that our clients have a year free of like, free like, of headache. Yeah, like the headache, yeah. Like it really does solve the problems and they're not getting little bugs. So customer satisfaction to us this year even more so than adding new clients is what I care about most. Yeah. Um, but I feel like obviously at the end of the day, we're trying to build the families that work with us as well. And so we always want to make sure that they're well taken care of and that their families are progressing. To me, there's nothing better than hearing that one of our employees is buying a new house. Yeah. Like to me, that that's, that's how I define it. Really? Yeah. You know, you show, I don't really care about cars, but they're fun to have, but I'd love to see one of my employees drive a new car. Yeah. Like, and so again, we're talking dollars and cents there, but I mean, really no. customer satisfaction, employee satisfaction, that's where it's at for us this year. Yeah. Um, I felt a little bad with some of the releases we did last year, introduced, and they're gone. The bugs are gone. They're all worked through, but there's a little more headache than I wanted people to have. So yeah. if I'm being honest, that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> there you go. And we're going to, we'll, I'm sure we will have you on again later this year. And I, I you know, we'll, uh, we'll hold you to that. We'll check, yeah, we'll check in with you. We'll check in with inventory shield and have conversations, but that's an awesome goal. And at the end of the that. day, it's uh, like we've talked multiple times in, in, in our short time here today, but it's not, it's not tied to a dollar amount. It's not tied to um, yes. how much business growth did we, or did we increase by 50%? You know, like it, you're, you're focused with how can we help our customers have a good experience? That's, That's awesome. It. That's and, awesome. And, you know, really one last thing, you know, you know, people are going to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. And we found the more people know, like, and trust our app. Yeah, it spreads. I mean, we've got employees leaving companies, going to other companies, and they're bringing the app with them, and they're saying, "We've got to use this app here. Yeah. This is how you guys should track your equipment or your supplies." So that's it's, it's almost like it does the marketing for us. So yep. if we can make something that people know, like, and trust, it's going to spread for us, and it's and it's done pretty well. So, anyways, that's awesome. I sure appreciate you, Hayden. You guys have been awesome to work with, Eric. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. We we kind of. Uh, we ambushed you a little bit with the podcast, oh, no, but it's I, good. I know I'm like, I just got done exercising in the it. hotel this morning. I'm like, stop it. Throw it frigid here. <laughs> it's so a little cold a flannel on. I'm like, well, we'll do a podcast. So anyway, <laughs> forgive the downside of my dressing up. I would have, I would have, but it's all good. Uh, I appreciate it. We, we, we no. love having you on. Um, for those people that are interested in learning more about Inventory Shield, you can. We'll have their website linked in the description below. We're going to be talking a lot about Inventory Shield, I'm sure, in 2024. Yeah. So excited to have you on the podcast, and we'll have you on again in the future. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks so much. This has been Success Elevated, making you a little bit better one show at a time. Thanks for joining us. Please subscribe on YouTube or any other major podcast platform to listen to more episodes. 
We are proudly brought to you by Spot On Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you grow your business, please check us out at spotonsolutions.com.